Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast Shit Our Kids Say. I'm Kelly. And I'm Andrea. And today we're going to be talking about holidays and the weird stuff our kids says. Around them, about them. Um, This will absolutely not be an okay for kids episode as we are going to be talking about uh, the imaginary characters that go along with said holidays. So if for some reason you choose to listen to our podcast in front of your children, stop now. Bad idea. Yes. (laughs) So um, let's start with, we're going to start with Thanksgiving. I know that's not the first holiday of the year, but in a school year, setting that's how i look at holidays and so to me thanksgiving is right at the front end of holiday of the holiday season right yeah and uh last year for thanksgiving we went to illinois which was a curveball for us so we hadn't been there for thanksgiving the entire time we've been together really i feel like we i have maybe you hadn't maybe not maybe right at the beginning of our relationship i went back but it's been a long time since um We've gone there for Thanksgiving. My mom is from Illinois, so uh, we have um, her entire family lives there. Um, We also had two listeners from Illinois for episode one. Thank you, probably my family members. Keep repping. So um, we were there. We were the last ones there because we had a less than one-year-old and a four-year-old, and lots of potty breaks had to happen. Um, so we showed up after everybody else, ate dinner after everybody else. Yeah, um, people were leaving as we were getting there. Yes. we. Um, but my grandma wasn't going to make it into Indiana for Christmas. So she chose to have Christmas with all of my, my mother's children, my immediate family. She chose to have Christmas with all of us during Thanksgiving. And... Our son received a remote control monster truck and, of course, had to play with it outside at that exact moment. We had not planned on being outside. We planned to come over, have dinner, stay the night, go home. Um, Because of this, we did not pack outerwear for our children. I didn't even have a jacket on. I think I had a sweatshirt. He had a sweatshirt. Yeah, he had like a hoodie and that was about it. And that was it. We're outside playing, so we have this out there, and then my niece and my nephew, um, my brother-in-law's kids were out there with us, and we're playing outside, and it's windy as heck, and I can't even tell you how cold my hands were walking from the car back to where they were playing. They were in a gay old time back there playing, and um, when I walked around the corner of the house, um, Randy, my brother-in-law, goes, it's fucking cold out there and i was like yeah man it's pretty cold my jacket's buried in the car didn't think anything of it i cuss around cormac all the time way too much um but didn't think anything of it we finally just get the kids to finally calm down and we're like all right we got to go inside It's, it's pretty cold your hands are cold everything's cold as soon as we walk up the deck we open the door and on cue like he had planned it the whole time cormac busts through the door and goes my hands are fucking cold my hands are fucking freezing yeah my hands are fucking freezing and i was just like whoa and everybody like erupted into laughter and i was just like that's my kid 
and we don't see these people very often. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that's him. My mom absolutely loves this. This is, she tells this story. This happened this past Thanksgiving. So, I mean, six months ago. And this her absolute favorite story to tell about him. She tells it constantly. Um, and that's just that's he picks up on things and repeats them and it has no and uses them at the right time <laughs> and uses them properly and it's scary how well he uses them when he does. He does. And that's uh how we got through our Thanksgiving. Um I mean then everybody talked about that until all of them left, too. It's, everybody. It was I missed it. I was in the living room, so you know, across the room, and all of a sudden, everybody laughed, and I was like, what's going on? What are we talking about? And then I got the reenactment of it. Um, and, I mean, his hands were fucking freezing, so I can't say I blame him for vocalizing his discomfort. I mean, that's what you're going to get from Cormac, though. That is always what you're going to get from Cormac. Uh, he, like, it was like five minutes after Randy said something, too. So, it was like, he stored it away. He holds on to things like that very often. And that's, I don't know, that's must be how his mind works. So he doesn't forget things. And like he said, like Kelly says, he uses them correctly. And so we... We have to have many conversations about adult words versus children words. And most of the time he's, he understands and he knows what he should and shouldn't say. But Uncle Randy's hands were fucking freezing. So his hands were fucking freezing. And giving the child the laugh just um, reinforced it reinforces that that is something we should be saying because he wants to say it right after that again oh yes all right moving on to our next holiday which would be christmas ding dong thank you um so christmas christmas is a big ordeal i really enjoy christmas i make a lot a lot out of christmas and i get a lot of boxes out Yes, I um, have a lot of Christmas decorations. We um, go very in depth, but we are not religious. So Christmas to us, it's Santa, baby. It's a Santa holiday. It's Santa. It's giving. It's it's the warm and fuzzies, but we don't do the Jesus part of Christmas. You do. That's great. We don't. Works for us. So um, this is actually an after Christmas story. This happened. Um, in January this year, I was picking Cormac up from school one day, um, and out of absolutely nowhere, he gets in the car. Well, from school, he gets in the car, but then out of absolutely nowhere, he says, Mom, is Santa real? My four-year-old. Why on earth is a four-year-old asking me if Santa's real? And I said, why, buddy? Why, why are you asking that? Why do you think that he wouldn't be real? Because well, I'd never seen him in our house before. Well, no, buddy. You don't see Santa in our house because he comes while you're sleeping. And he just said, okay. And it was that simple to diffuse. But the fact that at four years old, he's already questioning if Santa Claus is real. I just, I don't even know how to deal with that situation. 
I unhealthily thought that Santa was real and wanted to be real, maybe into double digits. <laughs> we, I figured out that Santa wasn't real when we moved, my brother and I moved from our grandma's house into our mom's house. Um, when our grandma got sick, oh, I was what, seven or eight? I was in third grade and we moved in with our mom and our stepdad. And I figured it out the very first Christmas. Now, did I tell them that I figured it out that very first Christmas? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, my brother and I, I think he told me about a year later. He was like, hey, Andrea, Santa's not real. And I was like, I know. And we decided together that we were not going to tell our mom that we knew. Santa wasn't real because we were going to milk Santa presents as long as humanly possible. It's the closest you guys have ever been. <laughs> we were really close when we were little. Um, so a, for a four-year-old and he didn't tell, he didn't say that somebody else told him it was just, he thought about it and he thought I've never seen Santa in my house. So why do I believe that Santa's real? And it was just, he, it's constantly, it's constantly like that with him. It's just. He has original thoughts and original ideas all the time. And you're just, do I, what do I do? He's, we're on our toes 100% of the time. Now, was he like this over Christmas? Absolutely not. He. He was balls deep into Christmas and lore. And I want to read the Christmas books. I want to know all about Santa. I we, everything we do the movies and but we, i told him about a month before christmas i said hey buddy this is going to be quinny's first christmas and he was just as excited as me he was so excited to teach her about things you know i'm going to show her tell her about santa claus and we're gonna play in the snow we're gonna make snow angels everything that you know as a new parent you want to do with your kids my four-year-old wanted to do with the baby like he was he was thrilled and he wanted to do all of the things so it was just so shocking for him to come out a month later and say is Santa real because it was not something I would have it's not something I was prepared for and I'm worried that for the next however many years I'm going to have to continue to answer that question like, is it going to come up every single year or is it going to be something that I've addressed it once and he's going to go ahead and let it go until he reaches that point or until somebody tells him differently? I don't know. I'll get a coin and we'll just flip and that's going to be the answer this <sighs> year. Because <laughs> it's just as like that. You don't know. He might be just totally forget about that ever happening and he's all into Santa again. And Santa's real. I mean, I'm I'm all into Santa's real, but I, I have... just can't wait until we watch The Grinch on consecutive days again. We uh, we've watched. He has seen every version of The Grinch multiple times, days in a row, days and days. I mean, sometimes he's like, and he he says, "I want to watch the real one," which is the Jim Carrey one. Um, and then when he, he says, I want to watch the old one, which is the, I don't know when it was made, 
before we were born. Way before. Um, but we have a copy of that one. And then he also asks for the new one. So he goes through phases where he wants to watch each one. And the Grinch is his absolute favorite. And it is hard to find Grinch pajamas. You would think that something that popular would be incredibly easy to find. Especially for kids. Yes, but it was so hard to find Grinch pajamas. And then when they finally came, they were too small. They didn't, the sizing wasn't right. So that's frustrating. I have that problem with Christmas pajamas every year. We bought them, the last two years I've got them Christmas pajamas. And both years, the sizing has been wrong. When he was three, the shirt was too small and the pants were too big. Oh, yeah. The pants probably he could wear now, but, like, I put them away because we don't need them. And then when this past year when he was four, um, they were fleece. And I think that was the problem with those because they were fleece. They were too short. Uh, and he's not especially tall. He's very average sized for his age. Much to my chagrin. Um, so it's weird that things don't fit like they should on him because everything always should. He's, you know, he's turning five and he is wearing a five or a five T and all of his year of four, he wore a four, four T and all of three, he wore a three T. So he's very, he's very predictable in sizing. So for something to be weird, it's obviously weird. But like I said, he loves everything that has to do with Christmas. He loves the Christmas tree. He loves to go see the lights. He loves Christmas presents. Everybody loves Christmas presents. He loves Santa Christmas presents. He does love Santa Christmas presents. He remembers those way more than mom and dad bought me presents. Yeah, we... I try not to do a lot of things from Santa um, when we do presents. I say I because I am Santa and the Easter Bunny, and I will probably be the Tooth Fairy at some point. Well, I can't be the Tooth Fairy? I mean, I guess you can be the Tooth Fairy. He's going to get two quarters. <laughs> We're not there yet. We are not to the Tooth Fairy yet. Um, but I do, I do most of the gift shopping. But I spend a lot of time with the children as well. Oh, just based off of how my work She likes works. to do the gift shopping. I do like to do the gift shopping. Guess um, who else does? I do. Yes. So Guess Ke- who else doesn't get to do it? <laughs> I don't. Kelly does some of it. He does a couple things. He'll be like, hey, I bought this. It's in the basement. Um, and I... And that's exactly how I sound. <laughs> Obviously, you guys hear that. <laughs> I can't sound like you. I'm not a man. Um, but... So I try I try to only do a couple things from Santa Claus. The whole stocking is from Santa Claus. And so, you know, that gets, stockings get filled on Christmas Eve. Um, and then a, just a few presents. I try not to go overboard. And I try not to do the biggest presents or like the presents that are his biggest wants. Um, because we should get credit for some of the things, you know, we should. Damn right. We should be able to be like, you know, mom and dad bought me a bike for Christmas this year. Is that what happened this year? Yes. Is that the thing he talks about the most? Nope. Nope. Not at all. No. He, he'll point out stuff other people get for him before he points out stuff that we get for him. Yeah. Yeah, Papa got me this. Santa got me this. I'm like, homeboy, I got you this house. <laughs> uh, and he also thinks that every... 
every present comes from Santa, even though this year the Santa presents were under, in front of the fireplace, under the stockings, while all of the mom and dad presents were under the tree. He's still going through presents later. He'll, you know, be playing with something. He'll be like, Santa got this for me. And I'm like, nobody, mommy and daddy got that for you. No, I think Santa got it for He's me. He's like, I know it was Santa. I'm like, mm, it was definitely, it was Christmas, but it was mommy and daddy. All Santa got you was a Bumblebee Transformer car. Or all Santa got you was uh, Frenzy the Shark. Notice I'm not saying anything because I don't remember what they were. <laughs> I remember all of the things. I remember him getting things. I don't remember who gave them to him. Well, then you're the reason that he doesn't know the difference. Because they all came from us. <laughs> Yeah. That card swipes and it's like, hmm, Santa, where were you at, homeboy? Chipping in? <laughs> we also ran into that just this past week. Um, this past oh, yeah, it's not just Santa. Yeah. It's the Easter Bunny. This... It's all these things. Yeah, this past week was Easter. Um, and Kelly Kelly helped. He was actually the Easter Bunny for a little bit. What up? Um, that doesn't usually happen. Usually I am the Easter Bunny. It was stressful. There's a lot of text messaging back and forth. <laughs> I actually called. Um, I had to work. Um, it's the first time I've had to work on Easter since we've had children. And um, I, I don't get home till I get off work at four o'clock in the morning. Let me go and tell you, I handled the candy flawlessly. Okay. Nothing went off. Uh, no hitches in it. I handled the candy like a boss. I didn't do the other stuff very well. No. So he's texting me. Oh, what? Are, what is all this stuff? What are? I'm like these. These certain. These are for Quinn. Quinn. The rubber ducks are for Quinn. This is for Quinn. Well, what about this? What about this? So I just called. This what, midnight, maybe. It was like eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so I was at work. I just called. I was not busy at that time, luckily. But I called and said, "Hey." This and this. Told him how to do all the things. I said, are you going to be able to put them out? I mean, even just filling them is saving me time. He said, I'm going to try. You got how many things out before the baby woke up? Uh, I got five of the bigger eggs and her three. And there's a lot more to bring back upstairs still. Yeah. I And there ended up, you you came back though. Yeah, I went back down. At like one thirty. Yeah, I when I got home, there was not there were twelve eggs that needed to go out at that point. And I didn't know if you wanted to put them on the stairs up towards his room like we did last year, so that's why I didn't. I just like held off. Yeah. Um. Luckily, we did not put too many towards his room because, um, first thing in the morning, sent him to um the bathroom and he saw an egg at the top of the stairs and he's like, <gasps> "Look at that." And I was like, yeah, buddy, go, go potty though. Like we need, we need to go potty. We need to do the bathroom thing We'll get you changed. And then you can come downstairs. He's like, let me get it. So he grabs his egg and when he grabs it, he sees another one. And he's like, yeah, what so those, the? Those two are so close to each other. What the? Right. We spent our entire morning with what the? What the? Oh yeah. Every time you turn around, different egg, different area. Every single time. And it was... <laughs> It was hilarious to watch. I mean, just him just be purely four. And 
he we could not get him to you know, hey take the basket around with you and that way you can put all the eggs in the basket My dinosaurs on the nest of eggs he instead he put a couple eggs in the basket and then he would run to an egg grab it bring it back and put it in the basket meanwhile passing seven eggs on the way oh kelly just in his adult mind is like hey buddy let's do this Cormac, as a child, does not see things the same way. No. And so I'm in the playpen with Quinn, helping her find her five eggs that are in the playpen. And Kelly's just like, I got you the second basket. You can walk around with this this basket. That didn't work either. No, they ended up sitting next to each other for a while. They did. He, he would just get distracted, and he wanted to open everything. He would There would be a toy or... He gave, there's a huge egg, and he handed it to Quinn. It was, like, the first one he grabbed when he got downstairs. And Quinn in it. Yes. And he hands it to her, and she throws it on the ground, which, of course, breaks the egg open. And there were foam airplanes in it. So then he wanted to do the foam airplanes, even though there's still 40 eggs hidden around the house. And Kelly's like, let's find all the eggs first. We have to, let's find the eggs, but... Hey, we're leaving out that we had to be somewhere in two hours. We did. We had um, Easter at my cousin's that was supposed to be at 11. We and used all of that time. We did. Um, he... Even once he was done and he was sitting down and he was playing with something, Kelly realized an egg, he, another big egg that he had hidden was still hidden. Oh, yeah. It was in the chair. We have an Ikea egg chair that um, the front of it closes. It's, you know, kids can, like, close it and hide. Um, it's good for kids with sensory stuff. Um, and really, our kid just puts hides toys in it, mostly, at this oh, point. Yeah. Once he'll forgets that they're in there for a month and is like, this was in here the whole time. Like, you haven't been in there in uh, three weeks. Yeah. So, Kelly's like, hey, buddy, is this usually closed no so he opens it and there's another giant egg full of legos so then of course he has to put the legos together and we're like no buddy we can't do the legos right now we have to go we have to leave hey you know (laughs) easter bunny's pretty badass sometimes oh but that's another thing he when you as an adult picture the Easter Bunny, what does the Easter Bunny look like? He's six foot four with a white body, a pink tail, and kind of scary. Kind of scary. Um, and that's because, you know, we've all been to the mall and we've all had or at least seen pictures with the Easter Bunny. Cormac, while he's not a pandemic baby, he most of his childhood so far has been during a pandemic. And I've never made priority of Easter Bunny pictures. Santa Claus pictures, yes. Easter Bunny pictures, not really my thing. It's a little creepy. Uh, it's scary. So, uh, that's why I said it. <laughs> he's so yes. So uh, the night before Easter, I was telling Cormac, "Hey, bud, you've got to pick up this pile of magnet tiles on the floor. Like you got to pick these up because the Easter Bunny's going to need to get through the house to hide your eggs." And he said, he'll just hop over it. I'm like, well, but what if he lands on one of them and falls? He's just little. I said, what does the Easter Bunny look like? He's just small and brown. Yeah, like the ones that bounce around our house. (laughs) 
So Cormac just thinks that the Easter Bunny is a random rabbit. And I guess I do understand that because there are there's a few different Easter movies that we've watched where the Easter Bunny is a small brown rabbit. There are also movies where the Easter Bunny is a giant white rabbit. So apparently he's chosen the brown rabbit to be his staple Easter Bunny. We, there was an egg on top of his easel. And I said, how do you think this got up there? He was like, the Easter Bunny just hops, mom. Like, I should know. Of course, he just hopped up there. It's four and a half feet off the ground, but I'm sure this tiny brown rabbit just hopped up there and put the egg there. Hey, don't underestimate their hops. I guess. I guess rabbits are just out here doing crazy And our things. Easter Bunny is so creative. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um... I had a conversation with him. He wanted me to get some toys out. And uh, Cormac loved it. Absolutely. They're just they're just all looking around at this one egg. So there was... Cormac is into sharks and Cormac is into dinosaurs. Um, he has a shelf with... The whole top of the shelf is full of Jurassic Park, Jurassic World dinosaurs. So it started, the first one he found was an egg in a T-Rex mouth. I had that one. He then kept the egg in the T-Rex mouth and brought the T-Rex over to his basket. That's why Kelly was saying that the T-Rex was sitting on the nest of eggs. And then um, there was, there were monster trucks driving on an Easter egg. Yeah. He loved that. There was an Easter egg and a shark mouth. I got creative. And then his favorite one was there were about five, like five that. or six dinosaurs, all, all, meat eaters. all meat eaters, surrounding an egg. And he just, that was just great. He's like, they're going to eat it. He didn't even move that one for the longest time. No, that was probably one of the last ones he picked up because he just liked it so much. He was so impressed by the dinosaurs. I was like, the Easter Bunny told me to leave some dinosaurs out. I didn't know what he was going to do with them. So now he thinks you have full conversations with the Easter yeah, Bunny. Yeah, he's oh, like, God. next time when you talk to the Easter Bunny, this is when you're at work. Next time when you talk to the Easter Bunny, I'm like, I'll have to remember that. And he goes, he can get any toys out. That's so cute. <laughs> I was like, Aww. I'll have to remember that. Maybe next year he'll get a bunch of Quinny's toys out too. Oh, that's fun. I'm like, oh, I'll have to remember that because my memory's not that good. Well, now it's on a podcast. Boom. See? Market. 1252. <laughs> In this segment. Oh, goodness. Oh, gotta love that kid. All right. And I think that that does it for today. I think we officially have two podcast episodes. And you know what? Definitely better than the first. Sure, sure. We'll see. And third time's a charm. Yeah, maybe at some point I will figure editing out properly. Um, uh, we'll see if there's a lot of dead space, if I get this edited out or not. Um, but you'll all find out by the time this episode actually airs. Yeah, please give us uh, feedback. I mean, we're on all the social media platforms, so... And we're on all the podcasts. Yeah, reach out to us. Just channels. Hey, y'all suck. Or hey, you guys are great. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. You could do better. We'll take it all. And 
everybody has an opinion. You know what they say about those? They're worth it. It's a weird look. Nobody oh, can see Nobody can you. see my face. We're not recording these yet. Yet? Yet? Maybe. I'm working on YouTube. I'm still working on YouTube. Um, but that's the end of this episode. Um, once again, I'm Andrea. And I'm Kelly. And this is Shit Our Kids Say. Bye.